Coming up today, we play the game of Risk, the retirement version. The best part is you play along. All that and more starting right now. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarger. Hi there. Welcome to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval and Matt Leiberger. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio on your Sunday morning. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are fiduciaries. Very important distinction. When you're looking for a financial advisor, by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients. And all the things we took, all the things we talk about each week on the show, the things we know are vitally important to you, retirees or pre-retirees. You want to know about wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care strategies, tax minimization, life insurance, and so much more. Because you need to know these things as you head into retirement. And when you meet with Ben and Matt, you're going to be learning all about these things. And I'd like to welcome Ben and Matt in. Hey, how's your Sunday morning going, guys? Good. Really good, well, Gary. Gary. Thanks. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? You got a really good show today. Did I say that last week? I think I might have said it last week. <laughs> Every week. Every week. All right. Some uh, folks uh, may, in fact, have a high tolerance for risk, but their capacity for risk is lower. Now, some people get caught up in accumulating money that they forget to protect what they have as they approach retirement. Now, what kinds of questions do folks ask when you sit down with them? Get that comprehensive review to determine factors and how risk tolerant or advice adverse they might be. So I'm going to turn the tables. Our listeners can play along too. So wait a minute, you guys are going to ask me questions? Me? Right. Oh yeah, you're on the hot seat, buddy. <laughs> I don't know if I like this show. Can we can we do a different show? No. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to start with Gary. What type of investor do you consider yourself? Do you consider yourself conservative, moderate, or growth focused? Uh, well, you know, I remember growing up, my parents would always say moderation is the key to everything. So, <laughs> you know, conservative is, you know, lower risk for capital preservation. Moderate is taking on a moderate amount of risk, I guess. And that, that would probably be me. I, I would say pretty much uh, moderate. Yeah. Well, and, and listeners, as you're, you know, listening to the show here, you can put yourself on one of these spectrums, conservative, moderate, or growth. Typically, it's a it is a spectrum. You're not going to fall into entirely conservative or entirely growth or aggressive. But this is the important starting point that we have. You know, when you're 20 years old and you're investing, you've got a lot of time on your side. You've you know 40 years till retirement by most people's standard, unless you you know strike it rich and hit the lottery, then you're retiring sooner. But your risk tolerance when you've got so much time in the market is typically more aggressive you can be a bit more aggressive. You have more uh, ability to recover. So volatility is your friend. When you start getting more towards retirement, you'll start to feel yourself pull back from the aggression more to a moderate, and then in some ways conservative, especially for the for the purpose of the funds. And that's really where I like to kind of position this question is not just how do you how are you on the blank slate? It is more of a how do you feel you are as you're entering into retirement with different portions of your funds? You know, when it comes to what you're going to be structuring for income, it needs to be conservative. You need to make sure that your income is going to be there for you, regardless of what the markets do. If you're talking 20 year account, yeah, you should be aggressive on that. You've got a lot of time on your side for it. So do you, you try yeah. to talk to your advisors, your, your clients about this? And, and it, it could be a little different for everybody. Am I right, though? Oh, oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and it always relates back down to income. So, you know, as you know, Gary, we're all retirement focused. You know, we don't have 20 year old clients. 20-year-old client investing is relatively easy. You invest in volatility markets with time horizons and you diversify the, the risk away. 
In retirement, though, diversification also needs to be for purpose, meaning how are we going to use these funds? Mm -hmm. When are they going to come back to us? And so that's where certain portions of the portfolio are going to need to take on a less risky, more conservative approach as you go through that. But again, it's an income slider. When it comes to where a client really wants to be on the risk horizon, it comes down to, well, how much consistency of income do we want to achieve in retirement? Mm -hmm. If we want the most amount of consistency of income, you're probably going to be more on the conservative side. If you want to be able to roll dice and have a little bit more volatility in your income base, but potentially higher returns, well, you're not going to have as much on the structured side. You're going to have more on the volatility side. So every client is going to be completely unique there. But that's where you need to turn the corner. And mentally, you need to start viewing your assets from a different perspective than just what are they what are they growing at? What's mm-hmm. the rate they're growing at? Right. It needs to be, well, what are we going to be doing with them as well throughout mm-hmm. retirement? Right. I want to remind everybody. Yeah. Um, let me just jump in, guys. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, the show is Sound Path Retirement. I want to make sure everybody knows that in case they just joined us. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. With me, Ben Colville, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time. There are with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate. Let me give you the phone number so you get on their calendar because you deserve a more confident plan to retire and peace of mind, stress free. All starts by picking up the phone, 877 249 6900. 877-249-6900. Get on the calendar right now, folks, at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by. I'm sorry, guys, go right ahead. Well, I mean, look at this idea of assessing your risk tolerance, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, th- th- this is what every advisor ought to be planning everything around. So anyone that has a, is a one-size-fits-all advisor, I- I'm just telling you if you're listening right now and you see one of those people, run away. Uh, It really is based on your risk. And so Ben and I, we take that very seriously. So we're talking conservative, moderate growth. That was Ben's question. Right. So I'll follow up with another question, Gary, and let's, uh, let's dig a little deeper and and see if, if you really are moderate. Okay. Uh, I'll ask another question. Okay. So if the stock market were to fall by 20%, what would you do? Would you do nothing? Would you wait a few months to decide what you do? Or would you sell your stock's right away well being that i'm 80 years old <laughs> no not really uh, but you know i i'm gonna contradict myself because i gotta tell you uh 20 is a lot to me uh you know that's a lot so i would mm-hmm. i would sell my stocks promptly so maybe i'm not so moderate what do you guys think well and and here's the deal i i don't actually believe anyone fits one of these categories right away because we could you. ask enough questions that someone's gonna fall another way but Generally speaking, folks who answered that they would most likely do nothing might be deemed an aggressive investor or, you know, you know someone who's willing to take risks. Uh, folks who said they'd wait a few months to decide might be deemed a moderate. And uh, folks who said they'd sell as soon as possible would often be considered a conservative investor. So, again, no, I, I, I often find people who say I'm very conservative. And then you ask a few questions, they go, okay, I'm, I'm kind of moderate. <laughs> yeah. And I find other people say, oh, I'm I'm so aggressive. I mean, I'll bet everything on black in Vegas. <laughs> and then you ask a few other questions, they go, well, actually, I might not want to get divorced over this. Let's uh, be a little more moderate. So so I, I think you fall right in there with a lot of people. Guys. So do, do you guys ask, are these are the questions you generally ask when you meet somebody for the first time? I mean, when you go through their, you, I mean, you got to get to know them, what they're, what's important to them, right? Yeah. We don't usually ask them like a, right. like a quiz of here's the list of eight <laughs> questions that are going to tell us exactly. exactly what you are. Right. It's usually through 
conversations. Right, of course, um, yeah, yeah. But you know, this is this is a little bit different too. When you phrase it in the way of what do you do when the stocks fall twenty percent? Another very important conversation to have is how do you feel? Yeah, when stock market goes down twenty percent. Which, and by the way, this is very relative from last year, right? Yeah, well, and it, it's it's very topical. Yeah. I mean, you have last year, so we had stocks lost, bond funds lost money, inflation eroded your spendable power. And so, you know, it's easy to say conceptually, okay, last year, what do you do? Oh, well, I guess I'm just going to ride it out. And so mentally, you need to figure out, well, okay, why is that the answer? Are you writing it out because you don't know what else to do? Yeah. Is it, you know, paralyzed type of thing? Are you writing it out because you know that in the long run, before you actually need the funds, you're going to be fine? Uh you know, when you sell, are you selling because you're not sure if it's going to get worse? Mm-hmm. And now you're looking at retirement and you are terrified that you're going to lose all of what you have or 50% of what you have. That makes retirement a very daunting thought process. So it's not just the the math of it, but it's how do you feel about it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I usually go on, on two ends of the spectrum, right? If the market goes down 20%, are you in your bedroom in the corner in the fetal position crying? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. That's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> You know, are, are you, you you throw it away and you just walk I, on? I have pictures of Gary yeah. in the fetal position. Yes, in the yeah. Of course, you would take those pictures. Yeah, we'll be posting those on social media soon, folks. So, how you feel is just as important as the actual math of it. And you know, a lot of times when people hear the word conservative, they think of, oh, well, I have to sacrifice growth. Well, no, you don't. What you do is have to sacrifice probably liquidity to be able to get a consistency of the return. But you could also still have growth. Mm-hmm. It's not all, you know exclusive of each other so how you feel is how you feel and you need to work through what this means for you when it comes to retirement and really this is where risk assessments become very very important because again it's not just the dollars and cents of the risk it's also the emotional impact of that risk Mm -hmm. as you walk through retirement we always leave about 10 spots open during our radio programs for clients to call in to get a completely complimentary meeting where matt and i can sit down and go through what is your risk what are you really concerned about? How can we end up uh, creating a plan that's going to allow you to sleep well at night without being exposed needlessly to the overall market crashes that could happen? Now, if you do come in, we're going to give you that risk assessment. We'll talk to you about your retirement, answer whatever questions you have, see if there's a scenario where we might be able to help create maybe more logical, more common sense approach to your overall retirement. Now, when you call, you will likely be sent over to voicemail. We get a lot of calls during the time, and that is perfectly fine. Leave us a message. We will call you back as soon as we can. But we will also give you a copy of my book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. This can answer a lot of basic questions that clients have and get you really started on this this thought process of what retirement means to you. All right. The number to call is 877-249-6900. Great advice from Ben and Matt. This is your chance to benefit from a personalized, comprehensive retirement plan we still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this weekend. Remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. So what are you waiting for? Get on the calendar. Talk to Ben and Matt right now. And the folks at uh, Sound Path Retirement Strategies are ready to talk to you. 877-249-6900 because you deserve a more confident plan to retire. Stress-free, peace of mind. But like I say, each week nothing changes to you. Pick up the phone and punch those numbers in. 877 877- Two four nine six nine zero zero. Break. Back with more of Ben and Matt and Sound Path Through Retirement in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? Retirement planning comes in all shapes and sizes. Coming up, we'll talk about why the custom approach is so critical.
welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money is Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week, Sunday morning, here on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ed, Ben, and Matt. They have over 10 years' experience. Their fiduciaries, which means by law, has to have the best interest of their clients. Very important distinction when you are looking for a financial advisor. And I know our friends listening today, these things are really important to them because we cover them every week. And these are the things you need to know as you move into retirement, whether it's wealth accumulation, retirement income strategies, asset protection, long-term care, tax minimization. We talked about risk tolerance, also life insurance, and so much more. All right, so let's get back into the show. Now, the process of saving for retirement varies from one person to the next. Different factors like risk tolerance, time horizon, and investment styles need to be carefully considered by a professional to build that customized and comprehensive plan for retirement. Now, to bring that picture into focus, going to dive back into the different topics advisors consider when building a unique plan. Let's dive back in. Wait a minute. You guys going to ask me more questions? Really? More questions. Oh, it's coming, coming your way, Gary. Uh, we have to take a commercial break. No. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's hit me. Hit me. <laughs> okay. So this first one is kind of a two-parter, but the first one being once invested, how long do you plan to keep your funds invested? Mm-hmm. Let's see. So A is um, uh, one to three years. B is three to five years. And C would be six or more years. You know, I, I think it's a long-term deal. I, I don't think you, you know, you trick things around. I, I would say, uh, C, I would, I'm going to hang on for more than six years. Okay. Now, this is where it's somewhat of a trick question. This is the second part of it. So I apologize for tricking you. No, that's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm used to being tricked by you guys trick me each week. So today is nothing different than any other week. <laughs> Yeah, I think Gary gets an extra donut this morning. Yeah, yeah please. I could use one. Yeah, yeah go right ahead. <laughs> now, the the real question here isn't how long do you feel you're going to be invested? Because the truth is, is when you retire, it's not like you stop investing. Right. You're still going to be investing through. So this question of how long do you feel you're going to keep invested? Well, as long as you live. So I hope you live longer than six years, Gary. Yeah, I'm counting on it. I, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to, you know, uh, you know, then the, what the RMDs go to 20, uh, would go to 75 and 2033. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. looking, I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, something well, on my bucket list for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's a, that's, that's a sad right bucket there. list. We'll have yeah, to help it, you with it that. It really is. Yeah. Thanks guys. <laughs> so, it really is a sad bucket list <laughs> when you're looking forward the more to appropriate, RMDs. The more appropriate question here <laughs> yeah. isn't, uh, how long you're going to say invested. It's when are you looking at using these investments through retirement? Right. I got you. Yeah. So if we're looking at you being more than six years away from retirement, then we need to invest differently now, but plan around that that light at the end of the tunnel. And that's really where I find this to be a most important conversation, most relevant conversation, is a lot of times when people come and sit down across the table from us, they don't necessarily know when retirement can happen mm -hmm. or how retirement can happen. Sometimes people are actually retired and they say, yeah, uh, I hope I'm, hope I'm good. Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm probably fine. Oh. We had a lot of that in 2020 with forced retirements and COVID. And so the first question is always, when are we retired and, and what do we want that to look like? And from there, we can build in the investment strategy to create, like I said, a light at the end of the tunnel. The big thing here is that we want to make sure that you know when you can walk out the door and not have problems in terms of uh, market volatilities, income changes, or a longer problem where you have to jump back in the workforce because inflation erodes your your spendable power or whatever it might be. So it, it needs to start with those two different uh, mentalities, what the risk tolerance looks like, and then when retirement's going to happen. Yeah. And that might dictate 
what the income level can be. Yeah, I mean, if you walk out of the job and give the one finger salute, chances are on Friday, chances are you go back on Monday, they're not going to take you back. <laughs> I mean, they I'm probably, just no, probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good probably chance they won't take you back. <laughs> probably not. Probably yeah, not. Yeah, so, you know, so be careful when you do that. No, yeah, seriously, no one wants to retire more than once, but. Uh, we've seen a lot of that, particularly the last couple of years with the yeah. pandemic and things, people going back into the workforce, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Gary, like you said on, uh, you know, weeks past, you know, s- more people, <laughs> sometimes you hear that they fear going back into work after retirement more than they fear death. Yeah, if you right. fear something more than death, yep, that's that's something to be concerned yeah, exactly. about, Exactly. Right? Oh, yeah. so you're going to ask me another question? Is that right? Yep. All right. Yeah, here go we go. Ahead. All right, go ahead. Uh Let's let's uh, throw this to you. See how how you feel with it. Uh, how do you anticipate your expenses or your spending uh, changing? How do you anticipate those changing mm-hmm. when you retire? Okay. Do you a assume you'll spend more when you retire? B spend about the same amount as you do now, or C spend less? I, I got to tell you guys, doing this show all this time with you guys. Before I did the show, I would say spend less because you're retired. You're not traveling as much. You're not going to work. You're not, you know, buying new clothes and everything else. But I also know now, particularly in the early years, the go-go years, that you're going to probably spend maybe about about the same. Because uh, one thing I like to say when you're retirement, every day is a Saturday, so I think you're going to spend about the same. Hmm? Yeah, you know, and 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 here's the deal: it is different for everyone. So for you, Gary, when you retired, you might spend about the same. But I think that is a wise way to look at it. Um, you know, some people come in and sit down with with me, and and they'll say, "Oh, I've I've heard that if I have a distribution strategy where I'm bringing in eighty percent of what I currently make, I'll be fine." And I go, "Well, it it, it just depends. For some people, eighty percent of what you're currently making might be fine." Uh, for some people, you know, you might need to bring in the same amount as you're making right now. So it's different for everyone, but but you're absolutely right. In those go-go years, you know, you're going to retire and you might you might have some expenses go down, right? So so this is different for everyone. Some people, when a couple retires, they might go from two cars to one car. Uh, some single people might decide to retire and move to a, you know, a a place that is smaller than what they currently have or in a cheaper area or downward to warm. So everything's unique for each person, but this is part of the planning. And this is that four letter word that's spelled with more than four letters budget. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, This is what Ben and I always start with. Well, if we're looking at your retirement, let's look at what your budget will be and let's begin to, to, to discuss this. So, and, and often we've said this before, some people think, well, Maybe my early years, I'll need as much as I currently have because I'll be traveling, but later I won't. Well, later you might not be traveling, but you might have some higher medical yeah. expenses, right? So it's something that we uh, we we plan a number that is going to make you happy. We don't want you living off PB&J and rice cakes. Yeah. Unless you love PB&J and rice cakes, then right. fine. Yeah. But otherwise, we want to find a number that accounts for inflation from now till age 100 we always plan till age 100 not because we think we're all going to live that long but let's just better better safe than sorry and we find a number that works and uh and 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 that's our goal yeah i think you know if i lived that long my wife would knock me off long before that because she couldn't take it anymore that's for sure but but seriously it's really interesting that you bring this up because it's all about lifestyle and i'm sure you have clients that say 
yeah, I can live on, you know, maybe they were high earners saying, no, I need 20000 a month. Another one said, no, you know, we lived kind of frugally, lived a nice, you know, middle-class life, and, you know, 5000 a month is fine. So it, it it comes in all shapes and sizes, right? No, it absolutely does. Well, and there's also some, some other factors involved when it comes to this discussion point uh, with how income can structure. You know, there are some things that are going to be higher expense years or higher expense scenarios. So one example is mortgages. Unless you just got a mortgage at retirement, you're likely going to outlive your mortgage. And so if you're paying, let's say, $2,500 a month on principal and interest, $3,000 a month principal and interest, and you've got that mortgage dropping off in 10 years, well, if you structure a consistency of income right now, and it just increases with inflation all the way through, then in 10 years, you just gave yourself a $2,500 to $3,000 a month pay raise. Yeah, That's great, but you're yeah. you know, 75 now. Uh, another factors are going to be things like medical insurance. If you're retiring early before oh, yeah. 65, you will not be eligible for Medicare. So you're going to need to be on the open market. And that is expensive. It can be about $1,000 per month per person. Now, that shouldn't preclude you from retiring, but this should end up being built into how you end up spending into retirement or sure. what you're spending in retirement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, all of these things are, it, it's a big puzzle. Retirement's always a puzzle. I've said this multiple times on the show, but you lay down a huge puzzle here and you start with what when you do a puzzle? You start with the edges. The edges, the corner you pieces. You always start with the edges. <laughs> mm-hmm. The edges are the fundamentals of a retirement plan. So what are we trying to do? You know, what's the income level we need to? How do we need to combat inflation? How long are we going to plan for? From there, you can start to fill in the other sides of it. What are we doing for medical insurance? Um, Is there a need for life insurance if there's a pension loss for somebody? How do we draw social security? That's a big one. Are there pensions involved? Do we do a lump sum of a pension or do we take the life annuity? So all of those questions end up creating a picture and the picture is retirement. It's a retirement that is consistent when markets go down it's a retirement that is flexible when tax rates change, when you know the world changes around you. And so we always sit down with clients and we start with those edges. What is it that we need to structure for retirement? And then we build in the rest of the plan. And we do that completely complimentary for listeners to the show. So if you're listening and this speaks to you, shoot us a call. We'll get you on the calendar for a completely complimentary meeting to review this. Where are your puzzle pieces? Do you have the edges already put together? Uh, what do we need to end up filling in and supporting around? And as a thank you for coming in, we'll also give you a copy of my book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success, a book that's really question and answer format to help you figure out some of these basic um, areas of retirement planning. Now, if you do call and you get sent a voicemail, leave us a message. We'll call you back as soon as we're able to, and we'll we'll go from there. All right. That sounds great, Ben. Great advice. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Our goal to show here is to help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we're talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, just pick up the phone, get on their calendar right now. It's really important. You don't want to procrastinate. And you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free, peace of mind. All starts by picking up that phone, 877-249-6900. One more time before we take a break, 877-249-6900. All right, good. take that break right now. Be back with more of Ben and Matt and sound path to retirement. What's up next? When it comes to retirement planning, it's essential you understand the investments your plan encompasses and how they work together to build lifetime income in retirement. So we'll dive into that and into the particulars when we return. 
Welcome back to the show. This is SoundPath for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help you take charge of your money on your Sunday morning at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, and they are with SoundPath Retirement Strategies. If you're just joining us, a little bit about Ben and Matt. Over 10 years experience, they are fiduciaries, which means by law, has to have the best interest of their clients. That's what they do every day when they meet with folks like you, our listeners. We know that you guys are really interested in all these topics we talk about each week, whether it's life insurance, tax minimization strategies, long-term care, asset protection, wealth accumulation, all the things we've been talking about. You want to get on the calendar and get the answers to those questions from Ben and Matt. All right, so let's uh, dig into the third segment of the show. Now, when you begin to withdraw and spend those funds, you want to make certain that the money will last for as long as you need it to be. Now, this could be a long or short period of time. It's important to consider the types of investor you are, and the intention behind your investments. Now, Berkshire Hathaway, CEO and legendary investor Warren Buffett. You ever heard of him, guys? Have you heard of him? I think I have. Uh, I think once or twice. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, he sat down with CNBC to explore the key to investing short and long term. So let's see what uh, Mr. Buffett has to say, and I'll get your comments on the other side. I think it's the same thing that makes most sense practically all of the time. And and that is to consistently buy, keep buying it through thick and thin, and especially through thin. Because uh, the temptation, when you see bad headlines in newspapers, maybe to say, well, maybe I should skip a year or something. Just keep buying it. The trick is not to pick the right company. It's to be, because sh- most people aren't equipped to do that. And plenty of times I make mistakes on that. The trick is to, to do it consistently and to do it in a very, very low cost way because costs really matter in investments. Uh, that makes an enormous difference in how much money you have on retirement. All right. What do you guys think about Mr. Buffett's comments there? Well, uh, right away, I think of, a, of what Ben always says when you talk about uh, when the tide goes out, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's one of his quotes. Because like, he just says, like, you know, trying to pick the right company. He goes, not many people can do that, right? Right. Well, he's talking more of advisors. So the quote that Matt's referring to is one of my favorites where he says, it's not until the tide comes out, you see who's swimming without shorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he's one. talking about advisors. Essentially, yeah. don't confuse genius with an up market. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, in the in the past decade leading up to 2022, where we had the big fall, you know, I, I had a lot of people say, hey, I've made really good money and I, I've been running it myself. And well, yeah, if you lost money in the past decade, I mean, that takes talent right? <laughs> to lose money in the right. past decade. You'd have to be talented to lose money. So, yeah, you know, finding the right person to talk to and and knowing that, hey, even when the tide goes out, you know, let, let's still have somebody who who has a consistent plan. So, I mean, w- one thing, you know, Gary, in, in your little teaser you read right before you played that clip, you're talking about being certain that your money will last as long as you need it to. Mm-hmm. And and that is the reason why we sit down and when we create a holistic plan that's unique to everybody, it's based on your risk tolerance, it's based on who you are and what you have. We do plan for consistency. So one thing that we often fight against is what we call income volatility. So, you know, if there's some people I know that they've gone through retirement and the way it is, is one year, the market's doing well. And they're just maybe on a, I don't know, they're maybe following the 4% rule, which I know we mock all the time here on the show. But uh, one year, the market's doing well, and they're eating filet mignon, and they're going on vacations, and they're doing fine. And then the next year, the market's down, and one of them looks to the other and says, okay, honey, you know, tighten, tighten the belt. You know, yeah. we're, we're going we're, we're, we're gonna to be living on much less this year. 
And then the following year's back up and they can take a vacation again. And so, so our goal is to figure out a way as, as planners to how do we overcome income volatility? How can we plan a consistent income for our clients from now till age 100? Again, not everyone's going to live that long. Fine, let's bless your beneficiaries. But let's consistently plan uh, to where people aren't guessing in five years from now whether they'll be eating filet mignon or, you know, PB&J, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, listen. You can't argue with the success of uh, of Warren Buffett. I don't know what his total net worth is. Obviously, it's it's billions of dollars. But when he keeps a little saying, more than me, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he keeps saying buy, 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 I mean, the average investor, you know, it may not be able to lose as much money as he possibly could. Am, am I onto something there? Well, uh, yes and yes and no. So what he's referring to here is during the strict accumulation phase. So when you're twenties, thirties, forties, and you're not going to need these funds. Then yeah, keep keep, keep investing, buying. keep yeah. buying. Okay, I got when, you. when the market goes down, it's on sale. Buy more. Yeah, right. Whatever you can buy, buy it. You know, he's saying don't make a decision based off of the current scenario, which is actually kind of funny. You know, we talked about the four percent rule, but even the creator of the four percent rule doesn't follow it. Yeah. So yeah, sometimes even the financial advisors don't follow their own advice. But uh, that that's the main point. When you get mm-hmm. towards retirement, it doesn't make much sense to keep buying stocks when you're also drawing money to you and income. It's a shell game. That so it's not like you're going to take from your stock account to your bank account and then take from your bank account into stock accounts that yeah that that doesn't benefit anybody in retirement it's more of how are we now going to consistently draw this through while staying invested mm-hmm. how do we keep time horizons built in and so it does change a little bit and that's again that's why we're focused fiduciaries on retirement only we don't have twenty year old clients. It's because the game fundamentally changes once you get to that stage. Right. You need to use your assets in a different way. And you want to do it in a way that's not going to sacrifice growth potential. And, you know, something that Matt was saying, you know, consistency of income and all that. And, you know, one of the ways that a one-size-fits-all advisor does this, and I know we've used that that term quite a bit, but it's uh, it stands for an advisor who has, you know, say a pie chart that they manage 20-year-old's assets with. And they've got a pie chart they manage a 70-year-old's assets with. What's in that pie chart will be more bond fund focused at 70 than it is at 20, but it's essentially one one type of investment strategy that's happening throughout those stages. Now, a lot of times when we talk consistency of income, clients start thinking of, oh, okay, so they're talking annuities. Uh, No, (laughs) there are much better ways to structure consistency of income as opposed to life annuities. Uh, so usually you want to do some level of laddering, especially when we've got such great short-term rates right now yeah. with CDs. Uh, you want to be taking advantage of what the market's giving you and and be able to create that consistency through that, not through arbitrarily dumping money into some kind of uh, lifetime lock-in policies. But, uh, you know, Gary, I want, to, I want to go back to asking you a question. Like oh, I did go from ahead. The previous okay, segments, cool. Yeah, okay? go right ahead. Yeah, I'm ready. Now, this has to do with safer type investments. So this is kind of the segue going into bonds, bond funds. Okay, cool. Go right ahead. So from September 2008 through October of 2008, so September and October of 2008, bonds lost, bond funds lost 4%. If you'd been invested in bond funds during that time and you had lost 4% in two months alone, what would you do, Gary? Would you sell it all 
Would you sell some of it, hold off, or invest more into bond funds? Oh, we're we're, we're going to find out again whether he's moderate, <laughs> conservative, or yeah. Well, and this is All a right. different this is a different spin. It is. It All is. right. Well, before okay. we do that, and let's uh, people hold their breath waiting. I want to remind everybody: the show is Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Lieberger. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Thank you for joining us on ninety-seven point three Cairo News Radio. Here's the phone number: get on the calendar. 877-249-6900. Get that comprehensive, no-cost, no-obligation plan. Ben and Matt put it all together for you, have all the answers for you. 877-249-6900. So now you're anxiously awaiting my uh, answer here. All right, yeah. so lost 4% in two months. Um, I don't, it, it's not a ton of money in two months. I, I, I would say I would just hold off for a little bit. Yeah. 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 Put you more on the moderate side. But here's the thing that's different. So when we're talking stocks and what do you do when stocks fall, that's much different than what we're talking about when bond funds fall. Mm -hmm. So bond funds are, uh, are very much tied to the interest environment. Right. And so when interest rates go up, bond funds lose money. That's simple math of it. It's an inverse relationship Mm -hmm. because the value of that bond funds derived by the previous interest rates. Right. Because there's bonds in there. So when rates go up, people are buying the newer rates at higher values than your bond fund at a lower value. So when bond funds go down, and this is actually one of my biggest pet peeves from last year when it comes to financial advice. If you go to an advisor, uh, let's say partway through last year when the market's starting to tip downwards and you say, you know, I'm really worried about the market. I'm worried about what my assets are going to do. I don't want to lose more than what we're doing. So let's say you start going more on the conservative talk as, as you start to get further on in that year, the advisor typically will say, okay, well, then let's take some of your money out of your stock investments and let's move it over into bond funds Mm -hmm. because bond funds are a more stable investment than stocks. The issue with that is there was zero opportunity for bond funds to make money last year. When interest rates go up, bond funds simply lose money. And the Fed made it very clear. They are raising interest rates. Here's the deal. We, we've been putting Gary on the hotspot th- this whole time, which has been fun. Thank uh, you, Gary, for fun, playing yeah. along. Fun for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been fun for us. Hey, you put us on the hotspot. Oh, yeah, week. I it's, do. That's it's true. It's finally That's your true. turn. All right, I got it. Uh, you know, but those who are listening along, uh, you know, maybe you're driving along and you're listening to us on the radio. Some of these questions, you know, you're, you're answering in your own mind. Uh, you know, what, how, how you would feel about it. And you might agree with Gary, you might disagree. But that's the point of seeing a true fiduciary is we're going to, we first start with listening and hearing you, where you're at, what you're feeling, how, I mean, how are you recovering from 2022 with your investments, right? Um, what What's your relationship right now with the market? So we're going to stop, we're going to listen and hear what you have to say. And then we're going to begin to build uh, an entire retirement plan around you and what you need and your goals. So we're very passionate about this. We believe that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And that's why we keep a few openings on our calendar every week for listeners to sit down, get a no cost, no obligation consultation, or even just a second opinion review of what you already have to make sure that you're on the right path. Uh, This consultation is going to help you determine how prepared your portfolio is to handle dangers like inflation, stock market volatility, taxation. Uh, We say this every week, but you've worked hard for your money. And Ben and I, we and our entire team will work just as hard to help you keep it, protect it, and grow it. So keep in mind, our strategies are often used by folks with over a million dollars saved for retirement. But we will never turn away one of our listeners if you're serious about retirement planning and you want to sit down and take a look. 
even if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, that is a great time to sit down and just get a temperature check to see how you're doing and what changes you might need to have. So if you call right now and you uh, sit down with Ben or myself, you're going to get a copy of Ben's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. That's going to give you a great insight into the psychology and the mindset of both Ben and myself and, and, and us at Path to Retirement on our strategy. So give us a call. Let's sit down and uh, let's talk. All right, let's do it. The first step, sit down with a financial coach. Sit down with Ben and Matt. Something we've been talking about resonates with you. You feel the need to get that second opinion or want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals, a very important risk tolerance we talk about. Get on the phone right now. Call them up, 877-249-6900. And the folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are waiting to talk to you. Get on the calendar for a more confident plan to retire. Stress-free, peace of mind, comprehensive plan, no cost or no obligation. But like I said, it all starts by picking up the phone, punching those numbers in, 877-249-6900. Right, do it right now. You do not want to delay. You want a smooth ride into retirement. Stress-free and peace of mind starts by picking up the phone, 877-249-6900. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more on Ben and Matt and Sound Path Through Retirement in just a moment. No more questions for me. Am I right? We're good? No more questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, you're, thank, you're off the hot seat. Oh, thank goodness. What is coming up next? All right. Well, our listeners have questions and we have answers. So when we return, we're answering questions from you, the listener. Don't go anywhere. to the show. This is Sound Path for Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. Back with us to help us take charge of your money is Ben Cole, Matt Lieberger, with us each week at this time on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. There with Sound Path Retirement Strategies, a little bit about Ben and Matt, over 10 years experience. Their fiduciaries, by law, has to have the best interest of their clients and all things we talk about each week on the show. We know you are listeners. You're really interested in these things because you need to know about asset protection, wealth accumulation, long-term care strategies, social security planning, right? Tax minimization strategies, life insurance, and so much more. You know, one of these days we have to let the folks hear our conversation during the break. I think that'd be fun. Don't you think? <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we don't want to get fired? Yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah we... maybe not. Okay. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll save the, uh, we'll, we'll save it and, and play it someday when we, when, <laughs> when we're done and when we know we're going to be done. All right. <laughs> I love it. But we love doing the show each week. So we don't, we're not looking forward to doing that. All right. So let's get to our first question today. Douglas and Kirkland, given the volatile market we've been facing, would that make bonds a reasonable and relatively safe alternative? Oh, boy, here's the bond conversation again. Guys, what do you have for Douglas? Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, bonds have kind of been uh, on the show today. You know, Douglas, bonds are not a bad alternative depending on what your goals are, how old you are, and what your risk tolerance is. And where interest rates are. Yeah, and where interest rates are. So one thing when we sit down with our clients, um, we, we – it's not really an either or. Should I do stocks or should I do bonds? It really is unique to each person. So when we sit down with our clients, both Ben and myself, we view ourselves as educators. Um, so we look at what does a holistic plan look like? Some people get so scared based on what 2022 did especially, and they might want to take all of their money out of stocks and look for an alternative. Well, in, depending on your age and what your goals are, long term, you still want some money in stocks. What we look at is um, based on all the alternatives, we look at doing a holistic, diversified 
asset allocation. So we've said this before on our show. Every investment can have a couple different, um, I guess, elements to it. Um, something could be safe. You don't lose any principal. And that's really important for people when they're retiring. Uh, something can be earmarked for growth. Maybe traditionally it outpaces inflation, at least over the long term. And something could be liquid or not liquid, you know, illiquid. And so any investment can have two out of those three. So when we put together a retirement portfolio, we're trying to mix all all of those. We want some things that are safe growth, some things that are safe liquid, and some things that are liquid growth. So that means you're going to have some money still in the stock market. That's liquid and growth. You're going to have some things that are safe and growth and some things that are safe and liquid. All that means is when it comes to what can you put your money into that's safe? And Douglas, that's what I feel like your question is. Mm -hmm. It might be bonds, depending on what they're paying. It might be something, you know, I mean, that's a corporate investment. It might be something that the government's offering that is better. It might be something that a bank or an insurance. Um, This is why it's so important to work with a independent financial advisor who is a fiduciary. One thing that Ben and I can do is we can look out at what is paying the best right now. We can do bank products. We can do insurance products. We can do corporate products like bonds. We can do government products, right? Um, and then, of course, we, we, we'll we we'll look at the stock market. So it's hard to answer that question, Douglas, straightforward. I know that's the worst answer ever. You just want a yes or a no. And, and it really is. Let's sit down and see what they're offering. How old are you and where are you at in your retirement? Yeah, absolutely. It's not a, a yes or no question. We don't know about Douglas's age. We don't know the size of the portfolio. But I bet if Douglas walked into a big box firm, uh, they would uh, grab the plan off the shelf, you know, the 60-40 oh, yeah. pie chart and say, hey, you're doing this 60% stocks, 40% bonds, because that's what everybody else should be doing. Am I right? Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing, too, I noticed that, uh, I, I guess you call it an, an inverse curve because the short-term bonds are yielding higher than the long-term. That's that's pretty unusual, isn't it? It's it, based on uh, interest rates in the economy right now. Yeah, it's it's called an inverted yield curve. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a really interesting time. It happens a lot with uh, inflation, times of high inflation. I was pretty close. I was almost there, wasn't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, it mostly happens during times of potential recessions. I got you. When the short-term yeah. prospects of the market are higher than the long-term prospects of the market. Mm-hmm. And so it just means when we're talking bonds, when we're talking interest rate sensitive vehicles, yep. time horizons are going to matter. Yep. And you don't want to go too far out or else you start to give up return. All right. Let's get to Helen in Seattle. I'm 53, concerned that I'm not diversified enough. I have both international and domestic stocks at this moment. That's all. Should I look into real estate investments or precious metals? Thanks. Appreciate your show each week. Precious metals in real estate. What do you guys think? Well, real estate is uh, is a good investment for a number of reasons. It grows, but it also can create an income stream. The downside of real estate, if we're talking physical real estate, this is different from REITs. You know, real estate investment trusts are investments that you can do that are liquid and you're just going to have real estate exposure. If you're talking physical real estate, if you've never done physical real estate before, it can be a nightmare as you enter into retirement. You're essentially trading your career for another career. You mean property rentals and things like that. Is that right? Yeah. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And so that, that might be more than you're willing to bite off, but it can be a, a great investment tool, but no, you do need to be more diversified than just international domestic stocks at 53 years old, depending on your retirement date, you've got a horizon of maybe 10, 15 years. And so you're still going to want to be more on the volatility side. Uh, But precious metals are probably not going to be your best bet. Precious metals like gold, silver, 
they do great during times of inflation. But if you look at the history of gold, you know, you can still lose. Silver lost 70% over a three-year stretch. Gold lost, I think it's like 40-something percent. So you're not like preserving yourself or your funds from, from loss. But what you are giving yourself is a, is a potential inflation hedge. So short-term, those types of vehicles can work okay as those hedges, but not as long-term investment tools. They tend to underperform significantly the general marketplace. All right, so I shouldn't take the gold fillings out of my teeth. Is that what you're saying? Is that what, that's what I'm getting at that pretty much? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in all seriousness aside, I want to say uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, the show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. Thank you for joining us on your Sunday morning. I want to give you the phone numbers so you get on the calendar for Ben and Matt because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free and peace of mind all starts by picking up the phone, punching those numbers in, 877-249-6900. No cost, no obligation, 877-249-6900. Let them put together that comprehensive plan for you, see where you're at, and more importantly, where you need to be down the road. All right, let's get to Raymond, also in Seattle. Sorry if I'm a little late to the game, but I assume the 4% rule and 65 being the magic number for retirement kind of Timeless retirement rules of thumb. Now I'm hearing the goal should be save $1 million for retirement. What's the best way to go about this before things change? Yet again, I'm trying to be an old dog who can learn new tricks. Yeah, we hear all of this. We hear 4% rule, $1 million. What do you guys have for Raymond? Yeah, Raymond, great, great, great questions. I, I really like that. And uh, I'm trying to be an old dog that can actually learn new tricks. I love that, Raymond. Uh, first, before I answer this question, let me... Uh, Tell my father uh, that your gold and silver in your safe is fine. Don't listen to what Ben said. As long as I have the combination of the safe. There you go. Pass, okay, we're good. we're good. Uh, yeah, you know, Raymond, he he here's the deal. Anytime that there's a quote-unquote magic number or rule of thumb, it's going to change down the road. Someone's going to have a different idea. So uh, I, what I would like both Raymond and all of our listeners to know is that there is no rule of thumb. There is no magic number. Now, the 4% rule, yes, everyone's heard that. And some people today still, you know, some advisors still, you know, shout that from the rooftops. Uh, William Bingham, the, the gentleman who came up with the 4% rule, he was interviewed about a year and a half ago in 2021 and asked if he still supports the 4% rule. And specifically, especially like today in times of high inflation, he says no. He said, no, he, he said, there, there is no ability, especially in times of high inflation for your bubble, speaking of your retirement, uh, not to burst. So, you know, a simple rule just is, isn't the way to go. So we, we look for there, there's much better logical, mathematical and and wise ways to plan your distribution. So it's not 65. It's not the 4 percent. I mean, heck, I was meeting with somebody a couple days ago that. Uh, he, often married couples aren't the exact same age and he was planning on retiring when he hit 65 and she was younger and we looked and found, you know what, you could retire at the same time. It just worked out when we made the plan. And uh, yeah, there's things to consider, right? If you're under 65, Ben mentioned it in a previous segment today that you, you got to deal with medical, you know, you're, you're going to buy off the open market. It might be a little more expensive. So let's add that to the budget. But the idea is how old do you have to be when you retire? Well, it's whenever the numbers work. 
And how much do you draw? Don't base it on a 4% rule. Let's actually make a mathematical planned out distribution strategy that is stable enough uh, to make sure that you don't deal with income volatility and flexible enough when issues, you know, when bumps in the road come. So it, it's not a single rule. Raymond, if you want, give us a call, sit down, and let's let's look for you uh, specifically. Yeah, it works fine when you're 20. And you're trying to figure out generally how much you need to be saving. But when it comes to actually retirement, it's not specific enough. Yeah. So, no, I agree. You sit down, have an actual plan created, figure out what that number looks like, and then make that be the determining factor. All right. Raymond, Helen, and Douglas, thank you so much for your questions. We're up against the clock. Guys, final thoughts before we wrap up the show. Well, if, if what we're talking about has struck a chord with you and you want to be certain that you're on the right path, um, with your own plan, then, then then give us a call. Call Ben, call myself. We keep a few openings on our calendar each week just for our listeners. I don't know how many spots have been filled already, but but but, but give us a call. For the next uh, 10 people, that's how many spots we leave open every week. Give us a call. Come sit down with us. Uh, as fiduciary advisors, we're going to make sure you understand where you're at and the options you have so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. So throughout the year serving our community, we found that a lot of folks don't really have a true understanding of three things. One, they don't know how much they're currently paying in fees and commissions in their current uh, structure. Number two, they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest egg. And that's really important as you get close to those retirement years. And three, they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. So we look at five key areas when planning for retirement. We look at income planning because, let's face it, if you create a wonderful plan that's even nice and color-coordinated, uh, if the income doesn't work, throw the whole thing away. It just, it just doesn't work. So we deal with income planning. We deal with tax planning, insurance planning, estate planning, and then finally investment planning. So let's sit down and look at all those. So for the next callers, uh, 10 callers who call in, you're going to get a copy of Ben Cobal's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. And if you call in and our team members are on the other lines, please leave us a message. Someone will call you right back and we'll get you structured and set up on our calendars. We look forward to seeing you. Give us a call. All right. Great advice. Your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Comprehensive. Right now, we have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar. And remember, the consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. 877-249-6900. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Stress-free, peace of mind. Nothing changes to you. Punt, pick up the phone. Punch those numbers in. 877-249-6900. Do it now. The folks at SoundPath Retirement Strategies are standing by. Get on the calendar. Ben and Matt looking forward to speaking with you, putting that plan together. No cost or no obligation. One more time on the number before we go. 877-249-6900. Wow, the show has flown light right on by. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful. And looking forward to all of you being back next week on Sound Path to Retirement. It is a 4th of July weekend, so go blow some stuff up, uh, but don't hurt yourself, guys. Okay, have a great weekend.
All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.